0: How many of you feel like you're just banging your head against the wall you're trying to grow you're trying to hit goals and it feels like it's just not moving it's not moving in the right direction you seem to be saying you're staying still you're stuck some some of you may feel like you have an anchor that's kind of holding you back well what if you are just needing a change of environment what if you need to change the environment you're in, the office you work in, the the home you live in, the neighborhood, your circle of friends, your business associates, a change of environment could be all you need. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a story about what I'm going through right now where I am completely changing my environment in all ways and it's incredible. Like I, I, I'm so empowered by what's about to happen as a result and it's something that you guys need to do because a lot of you guys are sitting in a dirty diaper And you're not changing it because you don't even know that it needs to be changed. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You are weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 237 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome, And yes, we are talking about dirty diapers on this episode. Some dirty, stinky, shitty diapers. And uh, yeah, but some of you guys are sitting in it. You're sitting in your own mess and you, you it's like you don't care because it's your mess. It feels nice and warm because it's yours, right? Well, that sucks. You might even say, <clears throat> it's shitty. See what I did there? It's time to change your environment, guys. Or at least consider: Do you need to change your environment? A lot of you do. If you feel like there's constantly something pulling you back or holding you back, you try to move forward. You you, you make these big, uh, these big jumps and leaps forward, and then something pulls you back. Ha- when was the last time you considered the environment? Is the environment? holding you back. We're going to talk about that today. If you are new to the show, welcome. My name is Dustin Brome, your host. I am a realtor in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I am passionate about helping agents, if I'm being honest, helping agents to stop selling houses. I am passionate about teaching agents how to sell zero homes, but make so much more money and have a much better lifestyle than when they were personally selling homes all by themselves. I am interested in teaching you how to be more profitable, how to build an actual business as opposed to just owning your own job. And we do that in a lot of different ways. So if that interests you, this is the podcast for you. Today, we're talking about um, some mindset stuff. And you may not realize that it's mindset stuff, but it is because when you are, let me start with a, with a story, okay? Right now, I am recording this podcast. This is the last podcast that I will ever do in this Studio. It's really my basement office in what used to be my home. All right, this is the only room that's left uh, to move. Okay, we we sold our house back in March. We're finally moving out now. Um, we've got to stay temporarily at an Airbnb until uh, the the home that we bought is ready to move into. Long story, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of variables there with lease backs here, lease backs there. It's it's kind of crazy, but ultimately, it's all good but we've been in this house for eight years. When we moved into this house, I was uh, telling my team earlier today on a, on our team meeting, um, like I've been really emotional this last week as we've been packing up everything, thinking, oh my God, like this is the last week in this house. Now, I don't, we've been so frustrated with this house. It's small, the kitchen is so crammed. Uh, when we moved in, it was just my wife and I, she was seven months pregnant at the time. What Speaking of which, what is it with people moving when they're about to pop, like they wait until they're seven, eight, nine months pregnant, and they're like, "Let's move now." That's what we did. I don't know what it is, but we procrastinate a lot of things. Uh, I've had clients that that moved when they were eight and nine months pregnant. That's what we did. So we bought this place. My son was born a couple months later, and uh, this is the only home they've ever known. Uh, we we got a you know our dog we got in this home, and when we first moved in eight years ago, like I was in such a different place in my mind. I was such a different place in such a different place with my level of maturity or lack thereof my level of sophistication business-wise or lack thereof my level of understanding of just, uh, the way the world works, I guess you could say. I mean, I was just such a different person. I was, I was a boy, I, I was a boy, even though I was, you know, 32 years old no, 31, 31 or 32 years old at the time, I was a boy compared to, to who I am today. We were, we had some serious financial issues. We were broke. We were struggling. Uh, you know, when, right after we moved in here, like it just got really, really bad for a lot of different reasons. And I've talked about that on previous episodes and I will in the future, but I was just, as I was packing, walking through and just thinking, oh my God, this is the last week. And then finally, you know, the last couple of days and then uh, the last night. And then today's the last day. Like uh, we're we're not sleeping here tonight because all of our beds and stuff is already packed. So this is the last podcast here. And and I'm just thinking about who I was and where I was at in business, where I was at in my career, where my income was at uh, when we moved in. And then where it's at now is really humbling and awesome. It it really is. It's humbling and just amazing. But we are, I'm proud that I was able to do that while in an environment that's not conducive to growth. Our neighborhood, like I don't have any business people or entrepreneurs anywhere near me. Uh, Luckily through the internet, I can talk to them at any time, but, but I don't have any neighbors to talk to about business or about anything that I'm interested in. Uh, I don't have our our kids don't have any other kids nearby. So whenever they, it, it it's really sad when they look out the window of our now former home. Whenever they see kids walking by, they, they run to the window. They're like, "Oh my gosh, kids!" It's one of the reasons why we decided like we got to move and we got to do it now. Even though you know the market was at all time highs, super competitive. We we closed the purchase early May, and um, interest rates you know had. Interest rates were pretty high, all that stuff. But we had to change the environment because I feel like everything I've been able to build, all the success I've been able to have, has been in spite of the environment I was in. I feel like I have that anchor holding me back. I feel like there's that chain pulling me back that's not letting me level up. And it's because I don't feel abundant when I'm in this office. I don't feel abundant when I'm in this house. I don't feel abundant when I'm driving through this goddamn neighborhood. And it served its purpose. When we moved in, it was great. But guess what? We outgrew it. Our ambition outgrew it. Our needs, our family, our wants. Not just our needs, our wants. We wanted and do want so much more. So as we, as people grew, we outgrew this years ago. And then finally we decided to do something about it. And just by making that decision, by listing our home, by putting our home on the market back in March and, and really kicking that first domino over, it's amazing how, how much more abundant I feel, how much more, oh man, what's the word? So much more, uh, empowered because I know that the neighborhood that we're moving into, I mean, some of our neighbors, a couple houses down, they own exotic cars. People that own exotic cars, you know, it's not like they're great people just because they have a Lamborghini and a McLaren. I don't know them at all, but to, to know that they've reached a certain level of success where that's a possibility for them. And, you know, I want to be around those people because obviously they've put in some work. They've, they, they are at a certain level that I aspire to get at, uh, to be at. So I want to be around those people. I want to live around them. I want to just be in that environment. So I want to challenge you guys to question, is the environment you're in conducive to growth? Maybe that's your family life. Maybe it's your extended family. Maybe your, your circle of friends are pulling you down. Maybe it's where you live. Maybe you live in a place where, you know, you, you feel like you're first class you, you, you fly first class, you, you, know, you're, you buy nice clothes, you, you feel abundant, you, you, know, you do all that and treat yourself like first class. But then when you drive home, you drive through your neighborhood, you're like, fuck, I hate this place. Look, what a shithole. You know, look, look at these assholes down here with all the junk in their front yard. Looks like a fucking junkyard. And, uh, and no, I'm not talking about my neighbors. Love my neighbors. But they have a junkyard in the front yard. And all that stuff, it's just, it, it weighs you down. It's hard to be abundant and powerful and operating at the highest possible level when you are unhappy with and unsatisfied with and frustrated by where you are living. That could also mean where you work. Maybe your office. There's a bunch of people that just talk all the time. They don't do shit. They're, they're still in the same spot they were five years ago. They're making the same amount of money they were five years ago. They don't grow and they never will. That's not a good place to be either your office, your brokerage, your team, whatever it is, maybe your office is something that needs to change. And, and I want to, you guys have all done this to a certain extent, okay? How many of you guys, whether you work from home or work at an office or you're on a team and you actually have to go to an office from this time to this time and do these certain things, that's all good, okay? When Whenever you need a break, And you, you just change the environment. So you go from your office or you go from your, you know, you work from home, you go work from Starbucks, you go work from the coffee shop and just that change of scenery. Change of scenery is what we call it. I needed a change of scenery. Did you? Is it the scenery? Did you need to see some scenery or is it you needed to change your fucking environment? It's the same damn thing but we call it a change of scenery. No, you needed to change your environment. And then when you get there, all of a sudden you start getting a bunch of shit done. You can focus, you feel energized. You're, you're, you feel like you're out amongst people who are moving and doing things and taking action and accomplishing. If you're in an environment where that's not happening, how do you expect to be one who does those things? You see what I'm saying? You, we've all heard that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. The five people that you are around the most, you are an average of those people. The same concept applies for your environment as a whole. It's not just the people that you're around, but just the whole damn thing. I love New York City. One of the reasons why I love New York City so much is when I'm there, I feel like I'm in the middle of big shit happening. There's a buzz, there's an energy, people are, are hustling, people are in a hurry to get places. There's big billion dollar deals happening all over the damn place and you can feel it. I love that energy of New York City. It's the environment. When I'm there, I feel like, oh my God, yes, now I can go accomplish, I can go do, I can go achieve because everyone else around me is. So if you are not in an environment That is encouraging you to achieve. Why the fuck not? Now, if you've never thought about it before, if this is the first time and this episode's like a swift kick in the ass, fantastic. Congratulations. I'm glad you found the episode. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you decided to push play. If this is your first time listening, God bless you. I'm glad you found this. Or rather, I'm glad this found you. Which was it? (laughs) When sometimes, well, you've, a lot of you have probably heard this. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. When the, when you are ready for a certain message, that message reveals itself. So some of you guys, the message has just found you. You've never thought about it before. Well, now you are. Okay. If you know, if you hate your team, if you hate being on your team, why aren't you switching to a different team? If you don't like the team dynamic at all, why aren't you going solo? If you don't like your fucking brokerage, why are you still there? If you hate your broker, why don't you get another one? If you hate your neighborhood, why don't you move to a different one? For God's sakes, no one else can do this shit for you. It's not just going to change for you. Look, if if any of you guys that have moved ever in your life know what a pain in the ass it is. I, I've been telling people lately because I've just been in the thick of it. And I've been, honestly, I've been complaining way too damn much. I, I've been complaining way too damn much about how awful moving is. And I, and I, I, I joke that uh, the only thing worse than moving is never moving. <laughs> I think that's pretty damn profound, actually. Like the worst thing would be to just stay in the same spot. The next worst thing Is actually packing and moving and all the shit. If you've done that, you know how exhausting it is, how stressful it is, how much you realize how much shit you have. And it's just, it seems to never end. So, like, I'm in that right now. And changing your environment is not necessarily an easy thing. Now, sometimes it is. If you're single, it's much easier than if you have a spouse and kids, right? If you or a solo agent, it's much easier for you to move from here to there versus if you have a team and if, you know, all, all the stuff, right? So I know some of you changing your environment is an, is easier for you than it is for some others. Granted, I don't disagree with you, okay? But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still do it. Now, if I avoided moving out of this house, out of this neighborhood, out of this environment forever, because I didn't want the pain in the ass of packing and moving my house. I'm going to be in the same fucking place five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, maybe with some incremental growth, but no no, no big giant leaps. I'm not going to go from making 30 grand a month to 300 and then from 300 to 3 million. Not here. Mm-mm, not here. So I want... I have very big goals, I want a lot, and I need to put myself in a place where shit like that is already happening. The people doing those things are there, and that's why we're selling our house and moving to that neighborhood, to one of those neighborhoods. It's a pain in the ass, but so is staying in the same fucking place forever. So would you rather deal with some short-term inconveniences if you need to leave your team and go solo or if you need to go start your own team or change brokerages or change brokers or whatever? It's amazing to me because I talk to a lot of you guys because I have a team of, uh, well, like 240 agents as of, uh, as of today. I talk to a lot of agents. And one of the biggest things that holds agents back from making a move is, oh, I got to get a bunch of new signs i got to replace all my signs. Oh, my fucking business cards. I need business cards. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I've got to change all the logos on my social media profiles. Oh, my God. And we let those things, those minor, short-term inconveniences hold us back from a world of abundance. It's amazing. Look, I'm guilty of this. I completely understand this. Like, uh, the brokerage I'm at now, I waited a year to come. After I knew that I wanted to come, but I kept giving myself excuses and those were some of them. Oh, I don't want to leave my broker. He's such a, he's been a mentor to me. He's true. He was, but he doesn't pay my bills. He doesn't, you know, and he completely understood when I told him this is a business decision. He's like, cool. I get it. Smart. He told me this is, that's a smart move. Wish we could offer all of that. Wish we could do all of that, but we can't. So he wished me good luck. We all put really ridiculous, petty uh, excuses in front of us as reasons why we should not take action and not change our environment. It, it really boggles my mind. Every single day, at least, okay, five days a week, every weekday, every single weekday, I talk to an agent that wants to come join us or or is looking at doing some other thing. And they're just kind of getting my two cents on it. And I'm kind of, um, you know, helping them figure some shit out, uh, to help them go where, where that where is best for them. And they're like, Oh, I'd love to do it, but I just don't have time to get all these new signs. I'm going to have to I got, then I got to change my affiliation with the MLS. I got to switch my license over. I got to notify the board. Um, oh my God, business cards. Oh, and the social media graphics. I've got to, My all my cover photos on my my profiles all have my brokerage logo. So I have to fucking change those. I'm not going to do that. And I and now I just kind of like, you're that stuff takes a very small amount of time. But we make it into this big deal. So my point is this, if you are somebody up to this point in the, in the episode, you're like, you know what? Yes, I probably do need an environment change. I'm not happy with where I'm at. I'm not happy with my production, not happy with my income, not happy with my lifestyle. My work-life balance is fucked and I'm burned the hell out. Whether your income is fantastic or it sucks, if you're burned the hell out, you're on the wrong track. You're on the wrong track. I'm telling you, I... I can go golf every fucking day if I want to. I can go spend time with my family and my income goes up. Because I made a, I made a series of decisions and put myself in a certain position and teamed up with certain people to allow that to be possible. It wasn't always easy, easy in the beginning. But neither is being burned out. Neither is struggling. Neither is being super unhappy with your income, your business, your life, that sucks worse the the pain and the discomfort of uh the pain and the discomfort of being dissatisfied or unfulfilled is so much worse than the minor temporary short-term inconveniences of having to put your butt in a different seat it, it's from somebody that's already been through that, had the same objections. I can't even tell you how petty and ridiculous those objections even are. Once you get on the other side and you've changed all your social media profiles to be your new brokerage or your new team or whatever the fuck, and you got your new signs, you got your new business cards, you, you got all the stuff, you're gonna be like, okay, that was nothing. That was not, that was barely an inconvenience. Uh, you guys that have assistants, they could do a lot of that shit. Like it's, it's amazing how, Little it is, but we make it out to be this big thing. Here's the thing, guys. We're talking about your comfort zone. Your comfort zone is is that anchor. When you are pushing up against your comfort zone and you break through, guess what happens? Your The mind tries to pull you back by coming up with bullshit excuses why you shouldn't be doing that thing. It wants you to be safe. That's The, the mind is wired to keep you safe, to keep you comfortable. So when you do bump up against those objections, if you can recognize, hey, this is my comfort zone trying to hold me down in my comfort zone, which is not the growth zone, by the way. All the growth happens outside the comfort zone. So when you get out of it into the growth zone, your comfort zone's like, oh, hold up. What about this? What about that? Oh, you're fucking up. Oh, you're making a big, a big mistake, all that. When you can consciously see that and push through anyways, that's when the growth happens. That's when all this abundance comes your way. So my challenge to you today is this, audit where you're at, find out why you're still doing what you know you shouldn't be doing or where you're doing it or whatever, why? And then are those reasons legitimate or are they just your subconscious throwing up bullshit to hold you down in your comfort zone and prevent you from blowing out of there into the growth zone? I would bet for the vast majority of you, it's the latter. You're coming up with bullshit excuses to stay in the same place because it's comfortable and safe. You're sitting in that shitty diaper. It's all nice and warm, but it's your mess. So it's nice. It's your mess. Well, what if you change your fucking diaper? You're nice and fresh and dry and smelling good and feeling good. And, uh, you know, you get some of that, you get some baby powder in there. Just, you're feeling good. Now you can take on the world. But when you're stuck in a shitty diaper, it's hard to do much of anything except for the same old, same old. I have a feeling you guys are not listening to this episode today to get more of the same. If you are totally content, you wouldn't be listening to real estate podcasts, at least not this one. So be honest with yourself, guys. And look, you don't need to do this shit yourself. You are not alone. You don't have to be. You can choose to be. A lot of you do. That's a choice, but you don't have to. I'm one DM on Instagram away. There's a lot of other people who, depending on what you're trying to do, what you're trying to build, what kind of lifestyle you, you want for yourself, find people that have it and do what they do. But you have to find out what they do by connecting with them. Do that. And if that's uncomfortable, you don't want to do it, that's your, again, that's your comfort zone trying to hold you down. The question is, will you let it? And how much longer will you let it? Deal with the inconveniences and the pain in the ass now so that you can have a world of abundance and growth for a, for many, many years afterwards. You just got to get past that initial bullshit. You've got to pack the house and move before you can enjoy the new house, the new neighborhood, the new environment, the new friends, the new social circles, the new all of it, right? You can't do all of that without packing up the old shit and dealing with that. You've got to get past it. I challenge you to do it. We just had my favorite holiday of the year, Independence Day. How many of you guys truly have freedom? How many of you guys are truly independent? If you really think about it, I don't think nearly as many of you are. Not nearly as many of you who think you're free really are. That's sad, but it's also normal. I don't think any of you want normal. It's also changeable. It's also fixable. It's also something you don't have to you don't have to sit with. You don't have to stay stuck. I guess we'll find out how many of you guys take action on this shit. We'll find out. We'll find out if you're a doer or if you're just going to sit in your shitty diet for the rest of your career. All good either way. I'm growing. I'm having fun with all the right people. If you're one of those people that wants to do it with me, let's go. You know how to find me. I'm not hard to find. It's up to you guys. The help is there. Someone to hold your hand through all of this is available. You have to seek them out first. They don't know who you are. You got to seek them out. But once you do, they're more than willing to help. We'll see how many of you guys take advantage. Have a great weekend.